In this week's three previous segments, we discussed the objection of Chazal to Havaras Nachla, transferring to others the property that one's sons or other heirs should inherit. In this final segment of the week, we discuss another concern of Chazal, that one should not favor one of his sons over the others, since this may engender competition and envy between the sons. In the booklet, on page 52, we have a Mishnah in Baba Basra, Perekhes, Perekesh Nochlin, Mishnah Hey, Haomer Ishploni Vinivachar if someone says, so-and-so, my son, my eldest son, should not get Pishnayim, the Pishnayim to which he's entitled, Alpidin Torah, or he says, Ishplon Ivani, my son, so-and-so, lo Echav, shall not inherit along with his brothers, lo merklum, that has no effect, he's trying to override Dine Torah, he can't do that. The Rav says, the only way to dispossess, say, a son, an heir, is by actively giving the property to somebody else. But just by saying, I don't want him to have Yerusha, that's Masna Mashakas Batara, that doesn't work. The Mishnah continues, Hamachalak Nechasil Levanov Alpiv, someone is distributing his property to his sons Alpiv. The Rav says Alpiv means verbally, orally, without a star, because he's in Sava Machmas Misa, he's making, he's making orders in anticipation of his death, and that's a Shrivmira. That's why it says Alpiv. He can do it without a document. The point is, he's doing it here in a way that works. He's doing it not by saying Lo Yirash. He's doing it by giving a matana, a positive matana, to various of his sons. He gives more to one son and less to another son. And he gives the Bachar an equal amount to the, to the others, as long as he does this in a Lashon Matana, Dvarav Kayam. If, however, if he tries to do this using language of Yerusha, of inheritance, that does not work. Because, again, the Rav says that is Masna Mashakasavatar. However, Kasav ben Betchila ben Baemsa ben Besov, Mishim Matana, if he did use the Lashon of Matana somewhere in his bequest, in the, in the beginning, the middle, or the end, then that works. Then Varav Kayam. The Mishnah goes on. If a person says, so-and-so should inherit me, so-and-so who is not his closest heir, he actually has a daughter who, who should inherit, and he says, Plony should be Yerish me instead of my daughter. Or he says, my daughter should inherit me. Again, Bas Ben is not a Yerish. Just like Acher Bas is not a Yerish, Bas Ben is not the Yerish. Because again, if he tries to do this blush in Yerusha, and he says it about someone who's not Roy, Roy to be to be Yarish, he's not the closest Yarish. Once again, you can't override the Torah like that. Rabbi and Broka says that sometimes the Lashon Yerusha can be effective. If he says language of Yerusha regarding someone who is Roy Liyarsho, then it is then it is Dvar of Kayam and it's effective. About someone who's not royally yarsho, ain't varav and it's not effective. What is royally yarsho and ain't royally yarsho? The Rav says, Al ben ben abanim. If he has several sons and he uses Lashem Yerusha to say, I want this one to be Yarish more, Val bas ben abanos, I want this one, this daughter to be Yarishes more, Ploni Yerusheni, that uh, this, this son or this daughter should be Yarish me more than his, the other sons, more than the other daughters, since they're all Yarshim, then Dvarav Kayamin, the Rav explains. Pazik says, The Torah does give a, a father, Rishus, to distribute his assets to his children, even Belash and Yerusha, 
in in uh, in, in accordance with uh, in accordance with with his wishes. Rabbi Yochanan agrees that 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 if, that if it's somebody else, al a brother when a person has a daughter, al bas ben. If, if if you try to give it to a person who's not your, who's not your nearest yarish, then law marklum because because a bas is not considered a yarish at all makom ben, and a brother is not considered a yarish makom bas. But if if it's if it's within the first tier of yarshim, one ben among other banim, one bas among other banos, then you can do it even belash in yerusha. So the Mishnah says if you just try to override the Torah's laws of yerusha. Or even if you try to say a lush in Yerusha, but a positive lush in Yerusha, so and so should inherit, but the person you're giving it to is not the closest Yarish, there are closer Yarshim, and the person you're trying to give the Yerusha to is not therefore the Yarish, that's Law Marklum, that's Masna Mashakasta Batara. Rabbi Elkanam and Broca says, and that's how we paskin, that if you use lush in Yerusha with respect to someone who is within the Yarshim, a Ben Benabanim or a Bat Benabanos, and you use lush in Yerusha to give him more, that is effective. That's not Master Mashakasavatara. That's the power granted to the father by the Pasuk Vahyabiyam and Hilo Espanov. On page fifty-three, however, the Gemara says that a person needs to be careful about a person need a person should not prefer one son over the other. This is a Gemara in Shabbos on Dafyulam and Base on page fifty-three. A person should not make an invidious distinction and prefer one son over his other sons. Look what happened. Because of a gift of a small amount, it was the weight of two slime of milas, of fine wool. Yaakov gave the Ksonis Pasim to Yosef, a little bit of wool, more than his other sons. Niskanu Ba'achiv, Echav, his brothers became jealous of him, and that was Mechiras Yosef, and Niskalgal Hadavar, Yardovasainal Mitzrayim. And because of that, that, that ultimately resulted in the catastrophe of the Jews going down to Mitzrayim. So on the one hand, we had the Mishnah in, in Mishnah Baba Bastra that said a person is able to, if he uses the proper language, if he avoids Master Mashakasa a person is able and apparently permitted to give one son more than another one daughter more than others, but here the Gemara Shabbos says a person should not do this because it can cause, uh, it can cause jealousy, kinna, and it resulted in going down to Mitzrayim. On page 54 of the booklet, we have a Rambam. Rambam and Hilchas Nachlos, Perik Vav, Halacha Yid Gimel, Tzivu Chachamim, he's referring to the Gemara we just saw in Shabbos, Tzivu Chachamim, Chazal instructed, Shlo Yishana Adam Ben Abanim Bechayav. Rambam says, during a person's life, he should not Distinguish, he should not prefer one son over the others. Even with regard to a gift of a small amount, it shouldn't lead to competition and jealousy. As, as happened with uh, between the brothers of Yosef and Yosef. So the Rambam adds the words, Unlike the Rambam, who seems to have understood that when Chazal said, when Chazal warned us, that was referring to Bechayev, during the person's life, the Torah seems to have understood that Chazal were referring to what a person does in his last will and testament, what he does in anticipation of his death. On page 55 of the booklet, we have the Torah in Chashem Mishpat, Simon Reish Pei Beis. The Torah begins the Simon with a discussion of the problem of Havaras Nachla. He brings the ideas that we saw in the Gemaras in Baba Bastra and Ksuvas. Someone gives away his property and dispossesses his sons, even though it's effective. 
a person shouldn't be involved in this tzeva, midas chasidus, a person shouldn't testify and shouldn't, uh, Adam Chashev shouldn't be present at the tzeva. And then in the last line of the page, the Torah writes, for Busseinu Zalamru, and Chazal said, Shliyashan Adam Leben Ben Abanim, a person shouldn't distinguish between his sons, Afilu Budavar Muat, even in a matter of a small amount, Shliyavli Dekena, so it, they shouldn't come to jealousy. The Torah seems to understand that that Gemara and Shabbos is referring to what a person does, similar to Avaras Nachla, at the time of his death. The Bach picks up on this. The Bach says, Mashikasim Rabbeinu Lavirayim Yedivrech Razal, Shliyishan Adam Leben Ben Abanim, Da'alma Shliyitin Lacherem Yinech Hezbanav, Tishlaat Elkina. The Torah seems to combine these two dinim, Avaras Nachla at the time of death, with the idea of not being Mashan Leben Ben Abanim to avoid causing Kina, ain't nearly Klal Raya. I don't think you can properly bring a raya from the Gemara and Shabbos, the Bach says. The Gemara and Shabbos is talking about during a person's lifetime. As we just saw, that's talking about what a person does. What a person does prior to his death. That's Mutter. And that's Mavur. And Baba Basri says, the Pasuk says, when a person distributes Nachla according to his wishes to his sons, a person is allowed to give one son more and, and one son less. How can we reconcile the apparent stira between the Gemara and Baba Basra that says a person is allowed to distribute his property as he wishes between his sons to deviate from Yerushal Torah to give one son more and one son less? We saw the Mishnah Depends how you do it. You have to use the right language. You can't be master mashkasa But as long as you use the proper language, lashon matana or lashon yerusha, with regard to misha roi liyarsho, that works. And as the Rav said, that's because of biyoman chilo as banav. As the Gemara says, biyoman chilo as banav tells us a person is allowed, is able, and is apparently allowed to distribute his nachla among his sons, among his yarshim, as he sees fit. Not just that he's able to, that it works, but apparently the Bach says, apparently the implication is that you're allowed to. How do we reconcile that with the Gemara and Shabbos? So the Bach says, the answer is like the Rambam says, the Gemara and Shabbos is talking about Bechayev, that's a problem that causes jealousy. What a person does uh, close to his death, what a person does the Kodomisaso, that's okay, that, that does not violate the, the admonition of the Gemara and Shabbos, and as long as, as, long as you do it in, a, in language that works, that's not and as long as you're not actually that the, the, that the Bach says is okay. On the next page, on page 56, we have an excerpt of the Pischei Choshen. He discusses, If the Gemara and Shabbos tells us that if a, if a person gives one Yerish more and one less, that can cause jealousy, if a person gives daughters an equal amount to sons, or he gives the Bechar an equal amount to the other sons, that's not jealousy. He's making them equal. On the contrary, he's giving the daughters equal to the sons. He's giving the bachar equal to the pasher. Sometimes, on the contrary, if you don't do that, if you leave it according to Yerusha Shaltara, the daughters will be jealous of the sons, and the other sons will be jealous of the bachar. By intervening, by distributing the nachla according to as you see fit to make them equal, maybe you'll actually re- reduce or eliminate the kinah. I heard there was someone who wanted to eliminate the Chelek Bechar, to make him equal to the other sons, to avoid jealousy from the Pashat. Says the Pitzchei Choshen, I don't think that's correct. 
Poskim and Mashma, on the contrary, you're not allowed to do that. That's Avaras Nachla. You're not allowed to make the daughters equal to the sons and to make the Bechar equal. Even though we saw that the daughters is an exception, Chazam Sefer says, don't give the daughters more than the sons, but equal apparently is okay. Pesach says, in general, there's an Isser to be Mashma the Banos to the Banim, and to be Mashma the Bechar to the Pshutim. Umisvaranira, Shalahashvos, Banos, Lebanim, Ika Yisura, Davaras Nachla. Pesachoshim says, Misvara, we would say, it's an issue of Havaras Nachla, it's an Isra of Havaras Nachla. The Banos, Makam, Banim, Kacherim, Damia, as we saw, the Banos are not considered Yarshim when they're a Banim. Again, we saw there is a heter to give property to the, to the Banos, and the Chasim Sofer says, equal is okay, just not more, so I'm not sure why he just says that Lahashvos is Havaras Nachla. Okay, that's what he says. So what happened to Kinnah? On the one hand, we're telling you, Havaras Nachla says, you should not try to override Yushal Torah. Give the Bukhar the Pishnayim, give the Banim everything, and don't give the, and, and certainly don't give the Banos equal to them. So what happened to Kinnah? The Kol Sheinim Mishanim, he said, Yerusha Shekavah Torah, as long as you stick to the Torah's Yerusha, you don't deviate from the Seder Yerusha the Torah established, you don't have to worry about jealousy. The whole issue of jealousy is if you give one son more, you're deviating from Yerusha Shel Torah, and you're causing jealousy, that's a problem. But sticking to Yerusha Shel Torah, you don't need to worry about jealousy. doesn't really say why, but he says you don't have to worry about jealousy. And on the contrary, it's also to deviate from the Yerusha Shel Torah, Misha Makirith Yerusha Daraisa. Chein Mashem Besugid Eastern Nechse, Besugid Ksuvus, even, this is what we discussed previously, whether Havaras Nachla B'Miktas is a problem, like Havaras Nashma, the Chernum say, Chassam Sofer says that it is. Even redistributing part of the Nachla would be Yasser, the Kolshin Lashvosim, certainly to make them equal be Yasser, except for daughters is a special hetter and Lomishum Takana Sabanos, as we saw. Fine. Okay. So the Pesachoshin suggests that some people thought that to avoid Kina, you, it might actually be good to deviate from Yushish Altara. Pesachoshin says just the opposite, that deviating from Yerusha Shel Torah without a good reason, without a, a solid heter like Takana Sabanos, that's Havaras Nachal, that's Asr, and as long as you stick to the Seder Nachal Shel Torah, you don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about Kinnah. As we're about to see, however, in the, in the Sefer, in the Sefer, uh, in the Sefer Mishpadat Tzavah, he actually brings, that Samach Ronim did say that, that exactly that 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 there, that there is a heter one of the heterim to give to give property to one's daughter to one's daughters in his will is precisely to avoid jealousy. In the next couple of pages, pages fifty-seven through fifty-nine, we have we have an excerpt of a few pages from the Sefer Mishpatat Savah, going back again to Avaras Nachla to the question of what is the heter to give daughters in a will. The Gemara says it's Avaras Nachla, and what exactly is the heter? He brings that. What's the heter? What happened to Varas Nachla? He says we find in Postkim eight heterim. We spoke about several of them before. He finds a total of eight heterim. Heter number one, Inos Aleph, Kishyik Sana. That's the, the primary heter, the Maraminsis heter, that, that to give her property. The Gemara says a dowry is an exception. To help her get married, to, to give her property that will attract suitors, that's heter number one. Heter number two, Inos Beis, Kimachimashayim Mixus Labanov. We just said. Havarath Nachal B'Miktas is a major Machlok Sachronim. Some Achronim HaMekel, Tashpat, the Gon, as long as, as, long as you're Meshayar Miktas, for Zuzim, Davar Chashuv, $1,000, Chomash Nechasim, we had different possibilities, but as long as you're Meshayar something, you can give the daughters a, a major share of the estate. Heter Ashlishi, if you do it Blush and Chiyu V'Hodah, as opposed to an outright gift. Heter Revi, you do it Mechayim, we, we discussed this, whether... Also, Machlok Sakharanim, whether a matana given while a person's alive as opposed to a, 
a will is a problem of Avaras Nachla. Heter Chamishi is a concern that if we don't give the daughters Efter Shielchul Arkos, maybe they'll go to court. And that's a great Chil Hashem, because Chal Hashem Shemayim. So to avoid Chil Hashem, better to give her some Chilak. Heter Ashishi, this is what we just mentioned before. Krishla Yerivu, We just saw the Gemara and Shabbos says there's a concern for Kina and Machlokas. So even though the Pesachoshin rejects this, he says that as long as you stick to Yerusha Shaltara, you should not be mashba the banim, the banos to the banim. That, that's not a good reason because the, you certainly shouldn't be mashba. He says because stick. He says as long as you stick to Yerusha Shaltara, there's no concern for jealousy. But the Mishpat brings from Achronim that uh, that he says he heard from Poskim that there are all kinds of quarreling. He says, and and he feels at least it's not clear if he has. Uh, he brings he brings from the Sefer Kuntras Nachlasion who brings that this is a heter to avoid machlokas, and he says that he thinks also that this is a reason to avoid machlokas actually is a reason, I don't know about being mashveh, but at least to give them a substantial chilek, to, give, to, avoid, to avoid the machlokas. The next page, heter ashvi, on page 58, if the daughter has to marry off her children, then it's tzedakah to give her money to help for achnasas kala, or if a person's son-in-law is a talmud chacham, he's being machzik Torah. And heter number eight is if, uh, in the particular case where a person's daughter helped him, his askeito was involved in taking care of him, you're allowed to give it to her because that's, that's just compensating her for the work she put into taking care of you. Then, in the next section, Anaf Ravi, on page 58, he discusses when, the, when you do a, a, a Shtar Chatzizachar, when it was customary to give to the daughter. So the early version of the Shtar Chatzizachar that we saw already in the late Rishonim of Ashkenaz, they used to do it B'Shas Nisua, at the time she got married. Some say, we saw the Chasim Sofer from the Marasham, some say that after Nisuin, it's Asr. The whole Hetra is to help her get married, and she's already married. The Yesha Kasfu, some, some say the, that it's mutter to do this even after the Nisuin, and he explains that we find many other reasons, many other Hetra. It's true, according to the first Hetra, to help her get married. Once she's happily married, there's no need to do it. But he says that, that there are many other reasons. It's Mimiktsas, and it's Mechayim, and it's Blash and and so on. Many of those other reasons apply even after Nisuin, so he wants to argue that's why we can justify doing it even after marriage. In Ozbeis, in Anaf Dalit, he says, Today, the custom of writing a Shtar Chatzizachar has uh, become obsolete. People don't do it. But nevertheless, Postkim of Sadr, of Zalman Goldberg, has a whole essay on this in Tchumen, that it is muttered to do it today. That the that today, the today the that we can still do it. We 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 can still we can still fulfill the old takana of Chazal. And again, in Gimel he says Yesha Rotsu was manenu lachadish kana shtar chatzizachar b'shas and esuin. Some some post from Zalman Chaim Goldberg in his Truman essay wanted to reinstate this takana to to avoid problems that that come when you don't have this takana. So the so the. So, so even even though the takana fell by the wayside over the years, some some poskim you still, you're still, the poskim say you're still allowed to do it, and some recommended that we reinstate this takana. How he, he writes on the next page on page fifty nine, how much do you how shir How much should you actually give? He says nagu The classic minag was chatzizachar that the daughters received half as much as the male children. That the and but he says in those days afal became hayush nagu shalim. There were those who uh, that uh, the Rav Zalman Chaim Goldberg brings us. I think that that uh, that that there were those who did. We occasionally do find Zachar Shalim, and some the Eishakasvu Shekayom Yicholim Latsus Kainim Rotzel Ashvosam. 
Ravdamelchemen Goldberg writes in his Truman essay that uh, that you can you actually are allowed to do zachar shalom. You're allowed to be mashva. We just saw the pesach Hoshen who says you shouldn't be mashva. But again, Chassam Sofer said you shouldn't give more. But apparently, being mashva is okay. And Ravdamelchemen says we find some precedent that they were mashva. And certainly, if a prat again, if you don't do that, you violate machlokus. You, we may have a raging machlokus. And Afal Bikain, I'll call upon him, Yishayer Muach Behem Yitlurak Banavaz Kharm Kalalan, at least be Mishayer a, a little bit, a, a Dover Muach that the Banam can take, and but you can give the daughters a substantial amount, even almost as much as the as the Zachar, as long as you Mishayer a little bit to, to give to the Zachar. Afal Pishim wrote to Yachalitil of Noshev Kazachar Shalem, even though we, we said uh, he's Machriya, that you're allowed to give Zachar Shalem, you're allowed to give the daughters virtually as much as the sons. Nevertheless, as we've said, that the but, but you, cer- you certainly shouldn't give the daughters more than the scharim. He says it's pashut. He brings various sacronim, including the chasam sofer we mentioned, that you definitely shouldn't give the daughters more than the sons.